This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is a fresh new week. <laughs> Welcome back. Colleen and Bradley show my talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hey, welcome uh, back. Welcome back to uh, MEA vacation warriors like myself who you decided survived. to take that uh, brief moment that we are gifted by the teachers and the school system to get the heck out of Dodge if you Bye. are able and have desire. Um, but welcome back to reality on this Monday. We're here. <sighs> Thank you guys for, you know doing everything great while I was gone. Do you want to tell me about Sassy Sacks now, or should we talk oh, about... We'll tell you about that in the break. Other uh, dramas. Yeah, no, we've got tons of drama. I mean, there's the whole nanny situation with Jason Sudeikis, Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, uh, Gordon. I mean, there's so many okay. people in this story, I can't even keep things straight. I know I missed some stuff, because I missed... I saw something about a dog walker, and I know that there's more about the nanny, but before we get to all of that... I have to just quickly give you a nugget of delight, uh, courtesy of our friends at Grey Poupon. <laughs> Pardon me. Mm. Do you have any? Well, let me just tell you what they're doing right now. I don't have this version. They have seized the moment in a brilliant way. So remember the special salad dressing, which we tried last week. The special salad dressing that was so special yep. that it made... Jason Sudeikis behave in such a way because Olivia Wilde was taking it to her paramour. Mm-hmm. Dressing gate. They have released, Grey Poupon, a version of their classic Dijon mustard called Don't Worry Dijon. Oh, that's hilarious. It's a, lem- a, le- a limited, it's a limited, limited Dijon. <laughs> um, they announced this on Thursday. They are releasing a limited edition oh, Don't Worry perfect. Dijon uh, version. It's their, like I said, it is literally their actual Grey Poupon in a special jar. So I love can, it. Does it come with Nora Ephron's recipe? I d- no, it's Nora Ephron's? Oh, yeah. So that's where the Grey Poupon comes in. So, and it and this is because Olivia Wilde jumped into the conversation. She so, plagiarized. Well, she just told people where she got a recipe from. But honestly, it seemed like uh, she was trolling us. Holly, do you want to remind the audience why it was a troll on the part of Olivia Wilde? Yeah, it was a troll on the part of Olivia Wilde because it was an excerpt from Nora Ephron's book Heartburn, which Ah. is about her divorce from Carl Bernstein. So it's not that she stole that recipe word for word. It's that mm, she was citing that. Mm. Mm. Interesting. uh, The the part that's quoted, the actual recipe, which like people have made because they adored uh, Nora Ephron and uh, her writing. People have made that recipe. It's not the exact one that we found on the Food Network that you guys tried when I brought it in last week, but it's it's of a, a version of a yeah of a variety of that. 
Anyway, that's where she jumped into the chat with this whole Grey Poupon thing. And so Grey Poupon, kudos to their social media team. Right. For, uh, you know, hopping on that bandwagon. Immediatamente. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They carpeed that DM. Indeed, they did. Mm. So anyway, look for that. that Uh, Look for that on, uh, I don't know. Look for it. So like, (laughs) how are they selling that thing? Well, here's what I don't really understand because this, uh, it says, I don't know if it's real or if it was just a post, Um, but this is what they said. You too could win someone over with a dash of Grey Poupon with our limited edition Don't Worry Dijon jars. Stay tuned for how you can get your hands on one. So I'm I sure think it'll be we're like a thing waiting. where they create five and or they get like a cease and desist from Olivia Wilde's right. production team. Or that you have to, I don't know, win something to get it. Or who cares? <laughs> wow. that <laughs> I just appreciate that they have, they understand where they exist in the story. Well done, Grey Poupon. Now, kudos, Grey Poupon. I read, I know that there's more about the nanny that I missed, and then also something about a dog walker. Yeah, there's a lot of drama. The dog walker, basically, we found out from the dog walker herself that uh, they just told her one, Jason Sudeikis just texted her one day, like, no more dog walks for Gordon. And she talked about how she loved Gordon the dog. And and that's because, of course, uh, Olivia Wilde rehomed, allegedly, supposedly, their dog. And so one of the tidbits we learned from the nanny who did a two-part thing in the Daily Mail, she basically sold her soul to tell um, stories out of school about working with Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. <clears throat> and as a result, we learned that she rehomed her golden Labrador or some similar breed of dog and that seemed to have gotten confirmation when the alleged anonymous dog walker mind you because she didn't actually give a real name the anonymous dog walker wrote a piece for gawker about her experience with Mm. gordon and literally she just got a text one day that was like no more dog walks for gordon bye and so we think that's why you know or we think that the nanny's anecdote was actually correct gordon so cute i know yeah, very mm-hmm. sad i wonder well i bet people had a lot of thoughts about that about the rehoming of gordon oh well rightly yeah. so you don't yeah. rehome a dog because you're hot for harry styles right? although i'm sure a lot of women are like i'll give up my dog for harry styles bye <laughs> but i i would never give up an animal for another person because people will lie to you mm. But those dogs, they do, they, they do not, lie. they do not lie. No, but, um, that, but wait, there's more. We didn't talk about, um, this one anecdote that I learned over the weekend from the nanny's two part thing over at the daily mail and one piece of this story. And I, there's no, there's not tons of detail around it. Again, this nanny worked for Olivia Stiles and Harry Wilde and obviously took care of their, what? Did I say Harry Styles? I meant Jason Sudeikis. No, and Olivia you said Wilde. Olivia Styles and Harry yeah. Wilde. It's just a we lot of names. There. It's name salad. So Olivia Wilde's nanny, and of course the nanny helped raise their children, claimed something pretty shocking that might answer the age-old question we've all had, which is what and why did Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde fall out? Mm. What was the reason? Well, the nanny allegedly, supposedly says the reason that those two fell out is because none other than Florence Pugh and Harry Styles were doing the dirty before Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles were doing the dirty. Dirty. I have, meow, meow, meow. I have questions I don't know if you have answers. Burned lovers. What? Uh, do we have a timeline of of the Florence Pugh 
entanglement with Harry Styles? Like, was it prior to Don't Worry Darling starting? Was it during the filming? And then, I don't know. I just, I, I not that it matters. I just, the gossip hound in me wants to know things. Well, yeah, you know, you want all the details. I don't, like I said, I don't have very many details on this particular story other than what was claimed in the telling of The Nanny's Tale, which is, that they had a relationship prior. Mm. You would assume that the relationship was prior to uh, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles, or it doesn't make sense. But you'd also assume it took place on the set of Don't Worry Darling. But that said, uh, how long could it have been then? Because it seemed like Olivia and Harry hooked up pretty quickly. So I don't know. Maybe it's possible that they were hooking up before the film ever got underway. We don't have any further word on that, but that would answer the question as to what actually went down between Florence and Olivia. And we know that something did because by all accounts and with the absence of um, interaction between the two of them, it appeared as though during the filming of this movie and the the following press uh, reporting on it, that these two were not the best of friends. Right. Tension would be a light word for what we witnessed. Yes. Between them. Is Uh anybody else kind of like, wishing that there was a documentary about the making of this movie that would be 10 times better than the actual movie itself. Right. And all of the offshoots, because again, remember we've got, you know, poor Nick Kroll. Isn't it Nick Kroll? That was sort of like the odd man out on this film. Like I keep forgetting he's, he's in it. He's mm-hmm. not tied to any of the drama. And there's another actress and I, I don't remember her name, but everyone else essential, maybe a couple other actresses from the movie who did press that I don't have in front of me because I never saw the film because the story of the the drama around the film and the people in the film seems to be far more fascinating than the plot mm-hmm. to the actual film. Mm-hmm. I digress. Anyway, um, it's a hot mess express and Lifetime should really do a version. I Please. don't know who would play these people, but I'm, I'm knock in. off Harry Styles. I want this. I want this. Here are cries. And I don't, what, what's weird to me is that this film is done This film is in the can. It's moved on. Everybody's trying to move on. And yet this story keeps going. I will say one thing I assumed, and we talked about this on the show, is that the publicationship of Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde would fizzle out after the film because what's the point of a publicationship after your stars have moved on? Well, they're still in public and they're still doing uh, paparazzi strolls um, because I just saw them again over the weekend out and about. Follow. They went to a concert following the nanny drama. You know what's interesting about this is that they have the perfect, this is the perfect moment to have a great out of this relationship. Meaning this has been served up in a way that other, you know, publicationships don't get the opportunity because what they could do right now, yeah. rather than saying conflicting schedules or that thing that you normally hear. Yeah. When people oh, break it's up. Just, we're both, it's very hard to right. stay connected when you're a global, globe-trotting celebrity. Right, and where that's like such a dusty, tired uh, you know, PR response to a breakup. I don't want to hear that anymore. But what they have right now is the opportunity to, to, to j- j- benefit this. The paparazzi, the stories, oh, yeah. the rumors Absolutely. make it impossible yes. for them to, to nurture a relationship in this climate. You know, like there's a thousand ways they could go with that. That would be super believable. And we may get there at some point because you got to believe that these people are like, I am tired of all this gossip. And frankly, I don't see it changing anytime soon because what else is there to talk about? Ben and Jen are done. 
Um, not in terms of their relationship, no. but in terms of getting press for their relationship for the moment. Neither of them has anything on the books. This is a story because every day it's like some other, you know, bitten piece of the story comes out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. And like it's, I said, it's only a matter of time before Nick Kroll gets sucked in somehow. It literally is like somebody storyboarded it, but they yeah. you couldn't. Chris I mean, Pine, though. Unbelievable. Kudos on Chris Pine's ability to... To sort of stay below or above the fray. Oh, that's why he's the best Hollywood, Chris. Mm. Uh, now watch out for the re- reemergence of uh, Benefer 2.0 mm. when Shotgun Wedding is released over on Amazon Prime, Which, January twenty oh. seventh. So see, they're yeah. laying low. Yep, they don't want you. Yeah. They don't want to overexpose right now. Mm-hmm. They ne- they know that they need to go away for a minute, a hot beat, and then uh, you know, come January one probably or right after Christmas. Yep. we're going to see them rolling out the promo. I will say this. I'm sorry. I don't mean to go way off topic, but I, I don't know if you guys have watched the uh, trailer for Shotgun Wedding. No, I have not. I I actually want to see it. Oh, I mean, again, it's a romantic comedy, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's and they're having a rena- uh, a romanticence. Yeah. We'll be talking about that later in the show, but I'm not I'm not surprised, actually. Yeah. And you can watch it on your couch at home because it's on Amazon Prime. It's not you don't have to go anywhere yeah. to watch it. It comes to you. Sounds great to me. Right. Uh, Speaking of other things that come to you, uh, your dirt alert is going to come right to your ears. Uh, Holly Roberts is going to bring it to us after this on My Talk 1071.